Welcome to episode number 62 of the UK Run Chat podcast. Today's guest is Richard Edmonds. Rich is the co-founder of Runderwear. Runderwear is a premium performance underwear brand specializing in designing and creating chafe-free, blister-free, seamless garments for ultimate comfort. To connect with Richard and the team, just search Runderwear on your favorite platform and make sure you join them in their Strava group as well. All links are in the show notes as well. We are available on info at ukrunchat.co.uk. If you have any comments or questions about the podcast, please do get in touch. Hope you are all enjoying the freezing winter running weather. It's my personal favorite weather for running. Lovely sunny mornings with the frosty frozen grass. It's, it's brilliant at the moment. Enjoy this conversation with Rich and see you on the next episode, which will be out next week. Welcome, Rich. How are you? Hello, Joe. Yeah, good. I'm good. I am very busy, a very busy time of year, um, but mm. I'm good. Sun, the sun is shining as I look out the window and, uh, and it's cold, but that always uh, gives you a bit of positivity as well. Do you know, I love this weather, especially mm. for running. The sun's out in the frosty mornings. It's my favourite. It yeah. is one of the best, isn't it? There is not, there is not a lot better than that. Um, mm. Yeah, clear skies, frosty morning. Lace up the shoes and uh, and get out there. Off you go. I was going to say, I bet you are busy. It's just been the um, all the autumn events, and then into kind of the Black Friday offerings, and now the Christmas run up. And uh, you'll be preparing for next year, of course, as well. I, I bet you are busy. Yeah, it's an incredibly busy time of year. I mean, as you say, you know, having the London Marathon as well in, uh, you know, kind of end of September, start of October, uh, yeah. with the Expo um, is obviously, it's, it's an unusual, usual uh, rhythm uh, that we've managed to get ourselves in post COVID. Um, and, and that was very good. We had a, we had a stand at the London Marathon Expo, um, met some brilliant uh bunch of our customers there was fantastic really enjoyed it um great to see so many people out there doing that and other races as well um over that period but yeah it's a very busy period that autumn race calendar and then yeah, yeah straight into the the kind of uh, all things black friday and christmas spirit and then uh kicking off in january um so we can all set some goals for the year ahead yeah yeah and and of course london's back to april isn't it it is. It will come around quick, and I'm doing it this year. Uh, yes, I am. Um, so Jamie and I, both uh, co-founders of Runderwear, it's yeah. actually Joe. It's our tenth birthday, which makes me feel incredibly uh, anxious. I can't believe where ten years has gone. But in uh, yeah, in April it'll be ten years of Runderwear, and so Jamie and I are running the London Marathon together um i i can confirm there will be some runderwear involved in uh in that and uh and yeah we'll be we'll be doing that together and celebrating uh our sort of 10 year journey of all things runderwear yeah brilliant congratulations thank you very much yeah very i remember you starting because uk run chat funnily enough will be 10 in july Yes. Yeah, I do remember. I do remember you starting. Yeah, we were we were on very early. I remember actually the first time we did it. I remember exactly where we were. Jamie and I came and uh, did a Twitter uh, yeah. chat hour with you, and we were sitting in a pub uh, in London doing it. Um, <laughs> and that was the best way to do it. And uh, yeah, no, it was it was brilliant. I can remember exactly where we were down in Kennington, and yeah, just found this little corner of the pub and uh, set ourselves up. And yeah, it was uh, it was that was the first introduction to your brilliant community and, and like i say you know we've, we've started at very similar times so yeah. um yeah it's been great to see 
your 10 year journey as, as I'm sure you've seen our 10 year journey. Yeah. Yeah. I do. You're, you, I've got to say yours is, um, it's very impressive because, you know, for, for the, the things that you, that you make and you put out to the community, it's so, it's so easy for, for the big boys to come in and, you know, essentially copy or, or, or do similar things and then spend millions on marketing to really take you out. And, and, you know, you've, you've built a, a wonderful brand and business that's really ingrained now, haven't you, in the, in the running industry? Yeah, thanks. I, I think, I think partly that is because we're from the running community ourselves. And so mm. I think that, you know, when I speak to customers at events, like, like ourselves at London uh, for the, for the four days, uh, just a couple of months ago, yeah. you know, speaking to our customers there and, and um, you know, you because we're able to be very authentic because we're out there doing it ourselves um i think that that really helps it's not a you know it was never a business that was built on oh how can we make money it was a it was a business that was there to solve a problem for people like ourselves you know jamie jamie got pretty bad chafing at new york marathon we had a Mm -hmm. chat about it and we went about to try and solve that problem and you know we we worked with people at our running club in London at the time. We, we gave them samples to try. They tried it. They'd let us know on the Wednesday night club run, how they felt. So I think hopefully it's, it's because of that, that, you know, people have um, appreciated that we, we are just part of the community trying to offer a service to runners like ourselves. Yeah. Get, go on. It's expand on that story on mm. how it came about. Yeah. I mean, look, it was, it, like I said, Jamie got chafing. We, we'd been friends at university. We, we met, um, it's actually the first person I met at university. We we're on the same corridor in our halls of residence over at Loughborough. Yeah. And um, I was a runner, loved running. I'd been running since I was 13. I joined the local running club, Charmwood Athletic Club, which was based at Loughborough, actually. I was, I was local to there. Yeah. And um, just, just fell in love with it. You know, I did cross country in the winter and track, <clears throat> track races in the summer and just absolutely loved uh my, the coaches the dedication what they gave you mm. know uh, sadly my first coach passed away quite recently and but oh. he was you know it was it was just fantastic you know what he gave to us as kids and coming on a monday and a wednesday night and training on the track and and also like i've got some such good long friendships with people that you know from that running club that um you know, I really just, I really just love the running community, and I'd, I'd always wanted to be part of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and then yeah, stuff. Jamie's got this chafing issue, and and we looked around the expo, and we couldn't find anything. Um, you know, New York, New York Marathon Expo is very similar to London; it's huge. Yes. And you'd think if you're going to find, you know, one of the big boys, big brands trying to do something to help that, you think yeah. you find it, and we just couldn't find it anywhere, and. Um, we, we actually went on a little training weekend trip together uh, to Spain, uh, doing doing a little bit of a very, very cheap, all inclusive, you know, yeah. hundred pounds for the weekend job uh, <laughs> as young, as young men. And just and just, you know, went for, we were going for a run down the kind of coastline and we were talking about it. And we're like, there must be a way of being able to to solve that problem because we were both wearing the shorts with the inner lining and the inner lining is terrible on those shorts. It's often 
you know, it's baggy. It's it's not really fit for purpose. Isn't, and then, isn't it odd that? Isn't it's, sorry, just, sorry, uh, it's an odd feature in men in in shorts. It's weird. It's weird. It, baff, it baffles me honestly. Yeah. I, I I think it's got a little bit better, but it, it's still nowhere near where it should be. You know, the the outer, the the technical part of the the garment is fantastic, and it's often lightweight and you know mm-hmm. super breathable. But then they put this like terrible inner liner uh, built into it, and and we were kind of wearing these things and thinking this is just this is a this is a big part of the problem um what if there was something you wore underneath instead that was you know uh, much more fit for purpose and we ended up you know um luckily enough my my dad had been in the hosiery industry i'm from leicestershire and it was the center of hosiery my my granddad was a sock knitter my dad was in the um sock sock industry as well okay and so we had some advice that we could lean on and say look how do we go about doing this and yeah. uh, and they recommended, you know, that we we look at, um, you know, suppliers and, and partners that were, were doing really clever things with seamless, um, seamless design. Yeah. And so uh, we went out and uh, ended up finding a small kind of family uh, run factory over in Portugal and, you know, built a relationship and, uh, you know, obviously said to them, look, we're small, but this is what, this is what we want to do. This is our vision. This is what we're trying to get. We're both passionate runners. We want to solve this problem. And, um, and they, luckily enough, they, they believed in our journey and uh, yeah, well, it helped us out and we got going and, and, and we launched at the London Marathon 10 years ago this April. And yeah. uh, we had no idea. I turned up, you know, Vauxhall Corsa, um yeah. with, with all the stuff in the back all these huge yeah. lorries with adidas and brooks <laughs> and whatever on the side and you're like okay here we go what are we going to do here and uh, and you know we have tiniest stand you can get and we um you know we we put this run put the runderwear up and and people walk past initially and they were like oh runderwear very good good name yeah and then they stop and then they go actually you know what i've always thought why do I wear my normal underwear or why am I not wearing underwear? You know, and then they, they wanted to find out about the products and we'd yeah. explain, you know, how we'd eliminated seams that can cause chafing and irritation. It was really fast drying and all these things. And, uh, and people in the running community like yourself, they just understood why we'd done it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because we were runners talking to runners. They just got it. Okay, yeah, I get, I get why you've, you've gone out and tried to solve this problem because it is a problem. And um, and then it then really it just kind of evolved from there. It was you know we sold out within the first two days of that four day expo. Yeah. And um, and I think people in the running community just they just got why why we were on that mission and. And yeah, from there, we, we developed the range and over time developed, you know, colors. And then we've gone into socks with our double layer anti-blister socks, which my dad had, you know, helped us design. And then and then we've gone in, you know, more recently in the last three years, we've gone to try and solve the, um, you know, the support bra element for uh, for the female runner as well, which is yeah. which is, you know, grossly underserviced. Uh, for, yeah. for the female running community we believe yeah. and and so do our customers believe and I think what's been great um, Joe on our journey all the way along we have always uh, you know been led by our customer you know so mm-hmm. people said look can you can you turn that attention to a bra you know we've gone out and, and done that and worked with yeah. the right people to do it 
um, you know, if, if, if it's a style or, or something, you know, that people are looking for to help them, we've gone out, gone out and done that as well. But, you know, ultimately the brand is a problem solution brand. We solve chafing and blisters and, you know, yeah. um, support in bras, but, you know, really we see ourselves as, uh, a supporter of the run community, you know, yes. like, like for me, and I'm sure you're the same. We talked about earlier the, the nice weather. There's nothing better than that feeling when you get back from a run. Yeah. You know, you you feel so much better than when you mm. first start when you first started the run or before it. And yeah. it's and 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 that feeling at the end of the run is what really we're trying to achieve. You know, and we and we try and create some products that help towards that feeling at the end of the run. Yes. And um and that's runderwear really. Uh, yeah. There's been some ups, there's been some downs. There's certainly some challenges, uh, you know, to face as well with everything that's going on at the moment. And the, yeah. the challenges of the last um, three years have been, you know, an incredible amount of uh, yeah. kind of one thing after another. I did want to ask you about that. Let, let, <clears throat> let me just unpick something. So did you start, did you and Jamie start Runderwear whilst you were at uni or coming to the end? No, or? we were af- afterwards actually. Uh, so Jamie was a finalist when I, when I joined Loughborough and he went off and he was a footballer actually at Loughborough. And I, I was a yeah. runner and training with uh, the, the late George Gandhi, who was a, you know, very um, famous coach at Loughborough, trained some brilliant people through that system there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was really keen on 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 trying to be a runner and and trying to be as best as I you know could could be. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Jamie really had found his love after university. He uh, he took a year out and and did an Ironman and just found that he loved the running element to it. Okay. And so you know we were already friends, but obviously then it was developed into right. He's like and he's just you know he just got back from Valencia uh, yesterday. Did the Valencia marathon on. On Sunday, he did Berlin nice. this year. So you know he's he's still you know that's his uh, he's he's absolutely um, as passionate as <laughs> as he was when we first started. He's been back uh, to Spain then, back to Spain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he did well actually. He had two forty eight on Sunday, so he was really very nice, with that. very yeah, good, very, very good. good. Will will there be any competition between the two of you running a- London you, in April? Do you know what? I think I'm past being able to compete with him. I've oh, yeah. uh, I, I a couple of years ago I was just about hanging on still, um, yeah. but uh, I had a I had a knee operation, I had a half a meniscus taken out and all that stuff, so I've had to yeah. kind of limit the amount of running, but I've increased the cycling. Um, yeah. So I'm running three times a week, but I I uh, you know there there is an element of maybe when I was running and I was running so much as a young man and in my twenties that that's maybe caught up with me, you know, yeah. trying to compete at that highest level. And, yeah. um, and so now, but you know, your mindset changes, you know, there's still nothing better for me than going out and running. Um, and, uh, and yeah, you know what, when it comes down to it and the, the start line goes at London, I'll, I'll probably have in the back of my mind that I can still, uh, I can still just about hang on. We'll see. <laughs> sounds, it sounds like it'll be fun. Yeah. Sounds like it'll be fun. So- well, I, I bet you enjoyed your, your running then at Loughborough Uni because it's such a you know a, a big sporting university, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, you know, it was always you know I'd been going to that 
uh, track at Loughborough, training with Charmwood Athletic Club since I was 13, as I said earlier. And, yeah. you know, I often saw a lot of the students and, you know, a lot of the students there uh, were the kind of famous names that you'd follow as a kid that was passionate about athletics. And, you know, there was uh, obviously some brilliant names that have gone through that university, Sebastian mm-hmm. Coe and Paula Radcliffe being probably the most famous, but I, I used to love all the stories of the, you know, David Moorcroft and Jack Buckner and all these yeah. kind of guys that were, you know, unbelievable runners that had gone, gone through there as well. Mm-hmm. And then a very, a very good friend of mine who was there at the time as same time as me, Chris Thompson in a more recent uh, period of time. And I was training with those guys, Ricky Sues, who had, who went to Athens, the 800 meters. And our group was a, a very strong group. There was, um, you know, all the kind of uh, the top, top runners at the time um, yeah. were based there. And it was really inspiring. And, and Loughborough generally is very inspiring. I, I remember one, um, you know, I was there 2003 to 2006. And in yeah. 2004, um, uh, where I lived in halls, I, I saw out my window that the England rugby team that won the World Cup the year before were training on the rugby pitch. Yeah. So went out and watched it for a bit and they were all there, you know, Johnny Wilkinson and all those yeah. guys. And on the top field, Paula Radcliffe was doing a, an interval session on the grass. Wow. So we were kind of like, you're watching the rugby and then uh, the England yeah. rugby team and Paula Radcliffe's doing her session. And then a friend of mine, uh, Chris and I, we went in to get uh, a cup of tea from from the student union and Freddie Flintoff and uh, Kevin Peterson were sitting in the coffee shop having a cup of coffee. And and that that's Loughborough. You know, that's within five minutes that, you know, you're watching the world marathon record holder doing a session. You're watching the current world champion England rugby team. And then and then you've got the England cricket, you know, main England cricketers kind of all within the space of like three, 400 meters um, yeah. in an yeah. afternoon. And, and, and that's what Loughborough is really. So the, the um, I, I lived in London for 12 months around then that time yeah. you're talking yeah. about. And that's the only, it's the only celebration I've ever been to when I, when I was in there for 12 months, when England won the rugby world cup. And I went to um, see the, you know, when they drive through on the open top bus, I've never, yeah. it was incredible. That was incredible. Um, well, let's, was, let's hope we see some scenes like that in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, they, I mean, that I've I've never been a rugby player, or uh, I've, I've watched the union, but the, those people who play rugby as athletes, I mean, they, they are phenomenal. They're running the hundred meters in like eleven, eleven and a half seconds, and they're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. So it's like, can you imagine the dead legs that us skinny leg runners would get off of a rugby tackle? From oh, I know. I, mean, I actually, the reason I started running was that I played rugby and I got injured, and they said I couldn't. I had to have the season off. Yeah, and that's why I started running. So you know, my body shape changed pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's um, they are amazing, and and you know yeah. they when you watch them up close as well, sort of, you know, right on the side of the pitch and you see the hits and, and yeah. the pace in which they're playing, it's, um, it's, it is pretty incredible and uh, yeah, amazing athletes, but also seeing Paula doing what she does and, you know, watching her sessions and, and seeing the pace in which she runs for rep after rep was also, you know, for me, just mind boggling, you know, how, yeah. a, how a human can go and do that is just, yeah. it's just incredible. Have you found with any of your products that you've got people, since we're talking about other sports, that people mm. from other sports have picked them up and said, well, 
know these are underwear, but I'll wear these for football or I'll, you know, I'll wear these for other sports. Do you, do you, do you know if you get, get that or not? Yeah, we have a lot of reviews, actually. Um, funny enough, we have, you know, for many things. I mean, hiking and kind of outdoor pursuits in different forms is, is probably the next, uh, you know, most popular for us. Um, you know, if you're spending a long time in them, um, you, you do get that. Um, but we also get a lot of horse riders that wear it because of the seamless nature of it to help with the Mm -hmm. chafing. So we get a lot of horse riding reviews as well. Uh, and actually we have supported, uh, football and rugby teams in the past. You know, there's been, uh, Harlequins players there, uh, there's been, uh, Wolves, uh, football team, Exeter football team, you know, that have, uh, got the product. So yeah, there is, there is definitely, um, there is definitely a lot of crossover. We actually have, you know, recently started sort of talking about this, uh, that we're born by runners made for activity because yeah. there's so much crossover benefit you can get from these technical mm. products that can help. You know, I, I'm going skiing, uh, with, with the family, um, o- over kind of the Christmas new year for a week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, first thing I'll pack is base layer, underwear base layer. I'll pack yeah. the underwear, long, sh- my long boxes, you know, mm-hmm. so you can wear them underneath. Um, because yeah. you know, you're, you're out there all day, um, you know, doing that activity and, uh, you don't, the last thing you want to do is, is get any chafing, rubbing and, and you want to feel comfortable. So yeah, absolutely huge crossover. Um, uh, although, you know, we, we tend to, to market really, you know, to talk to, to the running community because that's mm-hmm. our passion and that's our mission. Yeah. Um, but certainly there's a, there is a big, uh, big crossover to, to other, other sports as well. Yeah, makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Well, what's it? What's it like when you um that that process of of bringing a new product to market? Well, you know, we've always um, had a thing at Runaway where we've we've only ever bought it out when it's ready. Um, yeah. We try not, you know, to set timelines on these things. It's sometimes difficult from a business perspective, but yeah. we're very very keen that we only bring something out when it's absolutely uh, spot on. Mm -hmm. um but it takes a long time um and and how the process really starts to be honest is as i said earlier it's the customers you're getting customer feedback we've got some fantastic uh team members that pick up on all these messages you know i look at all the messages but we have customer service um person molly who's just brilliant she her she sits with me um you know uh and because she's like got to be the closest person to me because she's listening and hearing all of the feedback uh, that we get all day long and yeah. so she's uh, she's an absolutely brilliant um sounding board of what people want to have and and how it would normally start was okay right we collate this information we've had lots of people asking us for this and yeah. then we go on a journey of development and once we feel ready uh, that that product is ready we'll, we'll go mm-hmm. out and we'll talk to talk to our community that we've built up over the last 10 years mm-hmm was it so you start you started with the with the with the underwear yep and then you moved to, to talk me through what you went through then yeah me. so i mean you know we started off with the uh men's boxer and brief women's brief and yeah. you know we we then end up you know kind of moving out women's we have five styles of uh women's uh underwear now and three of yeah. men's um we started doing socks quite early on as well um mm-hmm. we we particularly want to you know we're about solving problems and blisters was always a bit of a pain for me 
yeah. if you excuse the uh, expression, because it was literally a pain. Yeah. <laughs> and um, as I'm sure it has, everybody as a runner has experienced a blister. And, you know, I, I was getting the sense that I, I could understand why, what kind of sock gave me a blister. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a runner so we designed our you know anti-blister socks to to help with that and I'm really proud to say that you know they've been a huge success and still going incredibly strong for us um mm-hmm. 10 years later yeah um and then and then we moved into okay people were saying well look you do you do this fantastic underwear do you think you know one of the things I can't find is is really good comfortable base layers that aren't what you know kind of a compression base layer because compression uh wear can sometimes feel quite restrictive on the upper body for a lot mm-hmm. of runners you know when yep. you're breathing heavy you're having to move yep. um so you want it you know snug enough that it, it acts as a uh, barrier for heat and keeps you warm but but enough movement in it that you are feeling comfortable you know and can enjoy you know every mile you run and so we set about using kind of our, our seamless technology within uh, base layer as well. So, you know, long sleeve base layers and short sleeve base layers. Um, and and that, that has proved to be, you know, a real hit with our um, customers because it's just, uh, you could wear it, you know, kind of all seasons, really. I, I wear it on its own kind of spring, autumn. Uh, yeah. But in the winter, you know, you want to layer it with maybe a jacket or whatever, but it's a perfect layer to wear underneath. Yeah. So there's a lot of versatility in it. You know, you probably wouldn't wear um, our, our long sleeve base layer in the middle of July, but around the kind of, uh, you know, September all the way through to April, May sometimes, yeah. um, you know, you can you can really get use out of it, which is which is uh, which is fantastic. And I think. I think that, you know, that, that was the kind of journey. And like I said, about three years ago, we launched our first bra and, you know, the bra has been a really interesting journey. Um, We obviously had to get some specialist help in and we, we worked with our running community and, you know, we really do it still very grassroots. We just, we've just had a new bra that we're working on and we've had, we've had to get, you know, 50 different women into the underwear office in different sizes that we've, and they're all kind of like, you know, we've got kids now and we've got like, you know, we're roping in the WhatsApp groups from the school message groups and like, <laughs> is any, is anyone a 36 F we need, <laughs> you know, so the weirdest, uh, yeah. you know, request, but um, that, that's what works for us. And, you know, we get yeah. people in and we try it and, um, and yeah, and we've just actually just done a, a fantastic bit of work with the University of Portsmouth. So they're, yeah. they're about an hour away from us. We're down in Dorset and uh, they're actually one of the world's leading uh, authorities on bra testing, sports really? bra testing. Yeah, they're fantastic. Really? So they've had brands from all over the world, all the big brands send their uh, products to be tested at the University of Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got this very specialist bra section to the university and uh so we've we've had our bras tested recently with them and and we've got a fantastic new video that's on our website and youtube and social channels but um yeah we 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 could see that our bra you know our power bra reduces um uh movement by 72 percent, which is an enormous amount when you're running especially when you're Mm -hmm. running you know for a long period of time uh for for the women and yeah. uh and and yeah so you know we we do take that really seriously and and yeah. like you know this is a this is a you know they'll test loads of different people on a treadmill with all sensors and in a underwear bra or in a different bra and in you know and they'll they'll 
they do all the examination and they they tell us um you know and actually it's one of the one of the top you know in the top percentiles of the bras they've ever tested and they've tested hundreds of them so yeah we're we're um we're really proud of that 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 must be if you think about that in terms of sizing and things like that that must you, you know the, the the sheer number of sizes and the different and the different products that you'd need to have a range must be a lot more than your than your socks for example am i right or- it's very hard. It's a very hard business yeah. <laughs> business yeah. to do. I think, you know, and I think I, I talked about this earlier, but honestly, Joe, if you if you looked at it from a kind of business head and went, right, is this a good thing to do at this you know, size of business we are? The answer would be absolutely not. But we couldn't not do that because that's not our brand values. Yeah. You know, if we're going to do it and mm-hmm. help support the running community, we're going to do it properly so you're yeah. right it is difficult we do 63 sizes and honestly yeah. joe we get asked all the time for more sizes you know why don't you do an x yeah. and i and i feel so bad every time that happens because i want to do it mm-hmm. but i do wish that they would bang on the door of the big brands to do that rather than us who are who are probably already massively overstretching themselves when it comes to those sizes but we yeah. do it because it's our values um and you know they're they're certainly you know certainly the really big brands could do a lot more to help yes yeah and they're coming to you because they must you know they must be getting recommendations about the quality as well yeah that's it and you know we will we will you know constantly Mm. look at trying to increase those prices uh, prices sizes not prices definitely not prices increase the sizes and and that will that will you know eventually evolve that we can cover you know everybody because we want everybody to be able to run and experience the joy that you know we all feel what did you you, sorry just to take you back you mentioned was it your dad and your granddad who worked in Mm. in socks did you say so were they so were they involved in the it, did, did, it seems natural no, to work with them on socks or do you not? Know, do you know what? I always said uh, I will never go into this industry. Um, really? Yeah, I remember actually coming back from training one night, maybe about 15 years old, and my dad was talking about socks. He's so passionate about it. And I said, yeah. I remember saying to him, right, I've had enough. I'm definitely never going to work in socks. <laughs> and here I am. 20 years or so later and uh i'm talking to you about anti-blister socks and and uh, and running but no my granddad was a knitter so he came out of you know the kind of the second world war went into the hosiery industry in leicester and um right and and, and was a knitter for for his whole life whole career um you know just one of those incredible strong stoic men that um you know worked somewhere for 45 years and and that was it you know and uh that's what he did and um you know and then my dad uh got a kind of management training contract at the same uh sock factory as a as a young man and started to do all of the the learnings around it um and and that was uh you know he's he's still as passionate about it as you say it's taken him all over the world obviously the 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 industry in in the uk Um, slowly went away in in the kind of 90s it it got really tough and he had to work away a lot when we were younger in different places around the world to help them with their um, sock sock factories but um, you know he's he's so passionate about it I think he's he's incredibly proud of what we've done at Runderwear and uh, yeah he's always there to help us on particularly all things socks Uh, there's not there's not a man in the world that understands 
that that world better and we're very lucky so we combine his knowledge with our passion for running it, it yeah. kind of really worked to uh, to create some fantastic socks nice i was going to say you must be proud that that'll, that'll be that story you've just told us there that'll be a, a, a christmas dinner story that will in you <laughs> to uh have you got kids to i have yeah i've got a yeah a seven and seven and five year old so um yeah i don't know let's see see if one of them goes into uh into the sock world one day we'll see yeah uh, that's it I'm, I'm not going into socks and the <laughs> granddad will be saying well your dad said the same <laughs> yeah it's uh yeah i think i think at the end of the day you know it's um you know, I was I was very lucky. He, he you know, we uh, he he drove me all around the country doing cross country and doing running and athletics events and yeah. uh, and and so you know he's seen my my journey, my passion for running, um, and then to see that kind of um, to to work within um, you know the world that that he's grown up in as well in in terms of the hosiery and the the understanding about how to make quality products. Yeah. um i think uh yeah i think he's he's very proud of uh of seeing that journey yeah rightly so lovely story that mm. so what what's um you mentioned it earlier what's what's the last couple of years been like well um obviously it's just been a roller coaster hasn't it for yeah. for everybody and not not just for people like me with businesses but i mm-hmm. think you know for everybody has been affected from it you know in so many different ways um yeah. you know the 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 covid uh pandemic was um was an interesting one because you know what what was quite nice straight away obviously we had a lot of people out running which was great because that's what yeah. we're trying to promote all the time you know people yeah. out running and enjoying their running um and that was great to see what was very sad was we had nothing to run for you know there were no events there were no uh yeah. kind of milestones it was it was running to keep fit and it was running for enjoyment and headspace and all of those things but a lot of the running community did miss meeting up at events, meeting up at a 10K or their park run or whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, And and that that was difficult because, um, you know, for for Runderwear, we do provide a service to help people achieve a a goal. It might be to run a marathon or a half marathon and people will um, use our products to help them uh, in their training and and their race day um, to try and do that. So, that was definitely a challenge. The other challenge just from a, you know, team point of view is that our team had grown and, you know, suddenly you're, 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 you're together as a team. And the next minute, you know, you're, you're kind of directing things from your landing yeah. uh, in your underpants in your <laughs> underpants, um, trying to, trying to keep everybody positive and everybody moving forwards and, and doing the things that, you know, we want to do. And yeah. we tried to channel it in positive ways. We did a, I did a 60 day challenge at home. I went live every day for 60 days. I was a personal trainer before Runderwear. So trying okay. to bring that knowledge of like, you know, fitness training and what to do, you know, a lot of us can go out and run, but you know, what do we do to stay strong um, yeah. around that? So we don't get injured and, and all those things. So I did a live every day for half an hour and the kids got involved and it was a bit chaotic at times from the living room. But, you know, we tried to do things for our community that were a bit outside the box and um, yeah. tried to, you know, use our experience to help. Um, and then obviously, you know, there were there were lots of issues with freight and, you know, getting things in and out. And then there were, you know, obviously we've had this um, yeah. economic crisis where, 
you know, rightly so. People are um, worried and 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 thinking about what they can spend and what they can't spend. Right. Yeah. Um, and and you know that that puts um, pressures on on us all. So, you know, there's there's been there's been a period of you know this, this certainly in the last three years where there has been some real challenges. But I think it you know it's like anything. It's like being injured and as a runner, you know, you yeah. learn. Okay, what can I do differently? And how can we build resilience? And you know mm-hmm. what can we do to adapt and 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 often those things are things that you know some of those things are things that you will take with you and change uh in what you're doing as well and um mm-hmm. you know I'm not going to sit here and say it's completely easy because it's really not you know it's very very difficult uh yeah. and it and it's going to be a hard period of time but I would just you know I just think what well, like just like a runner get out the door put one foot in front of the other and just keep running and uh and and good things will happen yeah i mean you've demonstrated that doing 60 days as well alive mm-hmm. that's that's not a short amount of time that isn't <laughs> no i tell you i got to day 30 and i thought maybe i should have done 30 days <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a long, long old uh long old stretch but uh no, luckily, luckily, uh, we had enough people i think we were getting over a thousand people we got some great letters in actually we had um even like kind of uh, people that record that, that kept the recordings and then uh, yeah. watched it back. We had a, like classes at schools that were doing it and um, oh, all really sorts good. of stuff. Yeah, no, it was it was it was actually really uh, really good. It was a real you know I got a few quite a few letters and postcards from people thanking thanking me for for doing that and you know made it all worthwhile really. Yeah, nice, very good. So what's so what's next for underwear then? Well, I'm celebrating 10 years. I think, I think you know, you never know what the future holds. So I think we're going to really enjoy, um, you know, after after this Christmas period to build up to London and celebrate 10 years of, uh, you know, building a British business. Um, yeah. There's not too many out there within our, um, in our running industry um, that are, you yeah. know, by the running community, you know, people like yourself, Joe, which, are, you know, have been going for a long time, part of this community doing, adding some real value to to everybody and mm-hmm. and we're going to celebrate it because um that's what life's about right yeah and, good uh, and so we're going to just try and enjoy you know um telling the story uh talking about all things underwear um looking you know try and get some training in <laughs> if i can yeah. uh in the build i've suffered from one of these uh these old colds that are going around the last week or so, which has derailed it. Yeah, but I'm, uh, yeah. but I, yeah, try try and get some miles in and, and get ready for London. And yeah, just just really build up to celebrate. We've got some new colours coming out uh, to celebrate the ten years. We've got a we're going to have a ten year colour that that comes out as well, which is which we're looking forward to. And um, and so that will that will kind of okay. launch in the in the early spring. Uh, and mm-hmm. and yeah, so we're we've got a lot to look forward to uh, ahead of ahead of the spring marathon season and, and ten years of underwear. Will you, will you be will you be at the expo again? In April? Yeah, we are gonna be at the expo in April. So we'll have a, a so we've got a stand ready for the uh, for the expo in April. We'll also be at the National Running Show in Birmingham in January. Yep. Yeah. Um, so for anybody coming into the January, uh, I think it's the 21st, 22nd weekend. Yeah. yeah. So we'll be there. We've got um, bra fittings going on there as well as all of the rest of Runway. So we have two stands, one opposite each other. So we have a kind of long stretch, what we call the uh, the bra bar, um, where yeah. people will be able to try on all the bras in their size and get fitted properly. Um, which is really important to do as a service. Yeah. And then we will have our underwear stand 
as well. Uh, and then we're also at the National Outdoor Show at the NEC in Birmingham, which is in March, um, okay. a small yeah. stand. But we've got this lovely merino um, merino wool version of Runderwear now. Um, mm -hmm. And it's really, you know, becoming popular, talked about earlier in the kind of outdoor pursuits world. And, yeah. uh, and we're going to go and take that product and uh, talk to people about, about it and uh, talk to people about our story. Very good. Well, I hope on the Saturday before you run London that you get some help on your store because those expos, oh. they're hard work, aren't they? You know what? This year, um, you know, we're, we still do it. You know, we're not, uh, we're not sort of like, right, okay, Runderwear's 10 years old. I'm not doing the expo anymore. I was there all the time, uh, yeah. set up on the Tuesday um, with, with one of my colleagues. And uh, yeah, I loved it. But by the end of it, you are exhausted. So yes, definitely having the Saturday off, if not the Friday, um, yeah. because I know just how tiring your legs are. You felt like you've ran a marathon at the end of those four days. Um, yeah. they're, they're sort of, well they're 10 11 hour days yeah. and uh i think it's 10 till 10 till 8 is the show time mm -hmm. and uh yeah 10 hour days so it's yeah super super difficult and um something that you know does feel like a marathon by the end of it yeah rich thanks ever so much for coming on um it's i i enjoy these chats because you get to you know just um learn about the people behind the brand and i know that you you that the brand is very approachable and part of the community, like you said, but it's, um, it's nice for people to hear, you know, hear from oh, it's, I, I love to, I love talking to John. I know, like I say, we've, you know, it's been nearly, nearly 10 years of, um, talking to your brilliant community as well and being part of that. And, you know, I think anybody that, um, you know, creates community and, and as I talked about very much at the start, you know, how I found the running community so welcoming when I was a, you know, teenager and, and joining that world, I think is, uh, is fantastic. And we need, we need, uh, we need more of it. So uh, yeah, no, it's, it's brilliant. And I, I, I really appreciate having the, uh, the conversation. Cool. Cheers, Rich. Just remind everybody where they connect with Runderwear. Yeah. So you search Runderwear uh, on all the kind of social channels, <laughs> Instagram and uh, Facebook and uh, even on TikTok now, which uh, I don't know much about, but uh uh, the, the guys are TikToking away. Um, cool and of course, and of course, um, for us, uh, Strava is our kind of main, uh, community channel. So we have uh, a lot of people on our Strava, Strava club. Um, and then, uh, website wise, it's runderwear.co.uk.